Welcome to Almost Here, Round the Corner of Future Technology Podcasts with Richard Jacobs. Future technologies poised to transform our lives for better or worse are the focus of this podcast. Almost Here means these technologies are now here and starting to be used, or just around the corner, from Bitcoin to artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Future Tech Podcast. I'm your host, Juliette Lamar, and we have with us today the co-founder of EOS Asia, Joseph Fernelli. Welcome, Joseph. How are you? Hi. Thank you for having me here today. I'm uh, Joseph. Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful. I'm, yeah, like you said, I'm the co-founder of EOS Asia. My name is Joseph Fernelli. And uh, from my family name, you can probably understand that I'm Italian. So Italian. forgive me, yeah, forgive me if I misspelled some words. Oh, it's no problem. We talk with people all around the world here on Future Tech Podcast, so you'll fit right in. Um, give us a little background about EOS Asia. Am I saying EOS or EOS? Both rights. There is not <laughs> a right way to say it. Um, give yeah. us a little overview of, of what happens over at EOS Asia. Well, EOS Asia is a... A developer alliance in Hong Kong, employing a team of global experts who specialize in building dApps on EOS. Thanks to our world-class technical team, we're confident that we can be elected in the top 21 block producer pre presidents of the EOS blockchain ecosystem. And we've seen recently that we are really popular in this area because we have been featured on the Wall Street Journal, Coindesk, and ZDNet. Oh, congratulations. Yeah. And uh, we believe that EOS is the best blockchain infrastructure for mainstream applications. We, as block producers, can be considered as uh, basically the custodians, custodians of the EOS blockchain. And while doing that, we bring together EOS fans from EOS from the US, from Japan, Korea, China, and Europe, because our, tech, our team is really international. And we come from all over the world. Our core te technical team are backed by Silicon Valley incubator Y Combinator and recognized by well-known industry veterans. We have uh, 15 years of experience in server and cloud industry, handling applications for tens of millions of users. And uh, we plan to bring the best technology to make EOS the blockchain infrastructure for mainstream applications. We think that uh, the only way to take blockchain mainstream is actually through this, the use of dApps, dApps that people love and use every single day. EOS is uh, unique in making dApps possible because it allows for high transaction per second, which blows Ethereum out of the water. And EOS is the only blockchain infrastructure that has this potential, especially because the transactions are free compared to Ethereum, where the transactions have a, have a fee, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, today, we are already working on two dApps. One is EOS Gems. Shortly, it's a collectible gaming platform based on EOS, and it's similar to CryptoKitties. Actually, it's been inspired by CryptoKitties. And the second one is TXT, or Traffic Exchange Token. This is a platform that plans to solve the problems of the advertising industry using EOS. In the future, our goal is to create and fund dApps as incubators and at the same time teach and inspire others to do the same. So like I said before, we're block producers, which uh, in a stupid way, it's like miners. 
of Bitcoin, but it's pretty much different. And so go ahead and go into the fact of, of I guess, the differences between the miners and the producers. Yeah. The concept of block producer is actually really easy to understand, but at the same time, it's a little bit hard for people who are not in the area. Uh, so you told me you're familiar with EOS, right? Yes. Okay. Let me explain it in a simple way so that also people who are not familiar with EOS can understand. So people who are at least heard about Bitcoin, I think, can understand it if I explain it like this. You can compare us to miners of a cryptocurrency like Bitcoin, but with the responsibilities of a president of a country. Big mining farms use their resources to mine Bitcoin are basically extracting value from a cryptocurrency because they are just getting Bitcoin without offering nothing that someone else can't offer, which is machines. And uh, even if these machines are used to to process transactions, which is valuable, it's not as valuable as offering something to the network, something more important, right? Like machines can can be just bought and turned on and mined. With EOS, transactions are free. This means that users and developers building application on top of our system won't have to pay for anything to use it. How do we get remuneration for offering our technical capabilities and infrastructure to the final user? We do that with coin inflation. So every year we will have an inflation of 1% that is going to be divided to all block producers in the network. And there can be only 21 of us. 21 block producers. So all the others block producers can be called candidates because everyone is competing to get to this spot, top 21. So the top 21 are actually sustaining the network of years, while the others are going to be concurring to take our place for a continuous election. And the election takes place every 120 seconds. So even if we are presidents for one day, we can be kicked out after two minutes. Who offered wow. the best? Yeah. <laughs> Who offers the best and is trusted by the community gets to be a block producer. So just like a presidential election. We believe that EOS offers a new economy built and relying only to and by the community. The community is really united from every side of the world to make this work. So this makes you understand how decentralized and democratized is this system, which is something that we have never seen before, even with Ethereum and all the machines everywhere, etc. Because that's the mind. I, I love that it's, you know, and it's, it could sound competitive on the surface, but really you're just trying to make the best, the best product possible. You're trying to have the, the best person working on it at the correct time. Right. So like I said, it's just like a presidential election. And if you don't do your best, you won't be, you won't have this place. Tell us a little bit about EOS Code Academy, because I, a lot of times when I talk to people, they say that there's a lack of people who know how to, how to use blockchain and, these, and do this type of code. So tell me a little bit about your Code Academy. Yeah, the Code Academy, it's uh, really easily, it's a, it's a place where we provide training for developers to create dApps and take years mainstream. So where I started to give some training to people, so we have our GitHub, and in our GitHub, we have some guides. These guides can be used to learn how to code on EOS. Actually, it's really easy because EOS is based on C+. So you just need to start to get into the platform to understand how to use it. And we just try to help developers to get into this platform. 
And then, and then you have online tutorials and things that they need to keep their skills sharp. Right. So we just started with the Code Academy, and right now there are a few training training guides how to do how to do a list, for example, on EOS. And in the future, we're going to have um, a website where we store all of, all the information and keep people trained and up to date to everything. So, how did you get involved with with EOS? What is a little bit of your background and and how how do you find your passion for this? Yeah, it's uh, <laughs> really funny actually. So. I've been uh, in Shanghai for six years, and I've studied finance in one of the best universities in China. But I've always been in the tech area since I was six years old, like hacking and whatsoever. I've taken part to a lot of significant projects, but definitely Yazija is the best I've taken part. And and, uh, over the years, over the last few years, I've worked uh, with big corporations, including China Tencent QQ Music a music streaming platform that can be compared to Spotify. And I took charge of the online presence of Neo Capital, a company producing electric cars that can be compared to Tesla in China. But uh, the most interesting project is definitely... <laughs> I've, yeah, uh, I've uh, entered this market one year ago, one year and a half ago, by mining, mining Ethereum. And uh, since the very first day of that EOS came out, like started with this ICO, I directly started buying and getting information, and that's how I got into EOS. I'm basically one of the first people who entered the, the EOS ecosystem. <laughs> and, uh, you know, a lot, EOS is doing a lot of things differently, like you mentioned. You know, where do you, do you see this changing the way people view, view blockchain and, and crypto and start trying to model themselves after EOS? Uh, Joseph, are you still there? Yeah, sorry. Um, <laughs> okay. Do you want me to repeat the question? No, no, no. I was there, just muted. <laughs> so this market actually is moving really fast. I feel like if it's a decade since I, since I started already. And the, I always I heard a funny phrase one time, blockchain years are like dog years. <laughs> so like you said, yes, it's, uh, it's busy. I can, consider li- I, can, I can consider it like the evolution of blockchain. In fact, they call it blockchain 3.0, right? You can, see, you can see how many years ago we started with Bitcoin, which is one of the most known cryptocurrency in the market. And everyone knows it. Most of the people know it, even probably my mod. <laughs> and uh, I don't have to explain too much Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a blockchain 1.0 and it's considered as digital gold with its problems, etc. Then we had uh, Ethereum that came with... Uh, the introduction of smart contracts in the blockchain. This is something absolutely amazing that brought the industry to another level, making it the blockchain 2.0. But now with EOS, we have a evolution of all of this because EOS introduces a human layer or governance layer by and gives free transactions and scalability. All of this is absolutely amazing compared to anything else in the market. You will never see Facebook running on, on Ethereum. As a matter of fact, you probably never used the app on Ethereum, did you? No. Yeah. But you may actually see Facebook run on top of EOS. That's the difference. That's where we want to go, you know. Like, when I see EOS in a few years, I will see apps that are so much used by people who don't even know blockchain that they will not know what EOS is. That would be fantastic. I love the human aspect, the human layer, like you said, 
um, because it brings it back, you know, it makes it, it makes it feel more real. (laughs) Yeah. So we have control over the system instead of giving control to the system. Ah, very well put. Absolutely. What do you feel like is the biggest thing you've learned being in this world for so long? This has been your, your whole life, basically. What is one of the biggest things that you've learned? One of the biggest things I've learned. So I've, I came into the US ecosystem, like I told you, almost one year since it started. And uh, I've seen how actually this community is really helpful. Like I've never been in a community so much helpful like this one. They, they help each other. They share knowledge, etc., without asking nothing back. So mm. I think that's why I also started to spend all my time into this. Like I started by seeing people interested in this, smart people all around the globe helping this project. I could understand that this project is not something, something you know, like whatever project that can come out in the blockchain area every single day. I can see that it's uh, so awesome to see so many people working, so many smart people working on this and sharing the knowledge. So I started to do the same, just spend all my time on this. I stopped to do anything else and uh, just helping other people. <laughs> And that's, that's such a, a wonderful thing that you can get behind when you feel the community around it. You feel the sharing that's happening, the, the knowledge sharing, because that's, yeah, truly, right. that's truly what you know, makes us different as humans is yeah. that we can share this knowledge together. Yeah. yeah, I've never seen this before. Like I've been in so many industries and uh, I've never seen something like this. That's why I'm so amazed by this, by this <laughs> ecosystem. That's fantastic. And you know, what do you think is one of the biggest hurdles or challenges for this world. Um, I feel like a lot of people are not as accepting of, of blockchains and cryptocurrencies and things. Why do, you, why do you think is our biggest step we need to make? The biggest step in the, that we need to make as a society? Mm-hmm. I think, uh, like I said before, depths are what are, is going to make blockchain like mainstream. Mm-hmm. So we cannot try to to say ah, blockchain is bad because cryptocurrency is bad, something like this. There is actually not a real good application that in the blockchain area that can be said that uh, where society can say blockchain is good. So the first example of application was Bitcoin, so a cryptocurrency. And cryptocurrency was probably the worst first application that we could get. <laughs> yeah, because you get cryptocurrency and then you get all the government saying bad about this. But if you got an application on top of the blockchain first, people will see directly the value of the blockchain, right? Mm-hmm. So we all got like a bad feeling about blockchain since the very beginning just because of cryptocurrency and uh, the problems Bitcoin had, etc. I think just in order to accept blockchain, we just need to do amazing dApps that are used by everyone and people are going to see the value of blockchain. Like if we can bring value to people because with blockchain, you can actually bring value to people. You can jump the middleman and just go directly to the end users. The end users are going to receive benefits. And as long as they receive benefits, they will notice that blockchain is important and is here to stay. What is the best way if people want to try to become a block producer to become a candidate, what is the best way for them to do so? To become a candidate, actually, it's really easy. Like, 
just like becoming president, you can become president waking up tomorrow and saying, I will become president, right? Mm -hmm. So that's the same with, with um, block producing. Like you can become a block producer candidate tomorrow waking up and saying, I want to become a block producer, even if you don't have any EOS in your wallet. So that's one of the most amazing things. To become a candidate, actually, it's easy to start just waking up and saying, I want to become a candidate. But it's not easy to achieve because you need to offer something to the community. So first of all, you need to be technical because the most important thing is to be technical because you have to sustain to be the custodian of the US blockchain. So you have to have your infrastructure there ready for attacks, malicious attacks, because people are going to try to bring down EOS, right? So you need to be absolutely good in security and all, all the other things. This is the first priority. And then offer something back to the community and to the network. So what we plan to do is doing dApps, funding dApps, but other people are probably doing big communities or something else. So everyone like teaching people how to get into blockchain and uh, everyone has their own advantage to bring back to the community. Then the community, the people holding token token use tokens, are going to vote for the people they like the most. So if you don't provide something useful, something good, if you don't show that you are valuable to the system, no one will vote for you, right? Just like in a presidential election. Absolutely. And if people want to read more about it or learn more about you, going to eosasia.one, is that the best place to get in touch? And you also have a telegram, is that correct? Yeah. So our website is uh, eosasia.one. You can find me at the Tulip Conference in San Francisco as a speaker in June 7 or June 8, or on Telegram searching EOSAsia and on Twitter EOSAsia underscore one. Fantastic. Joseph Finelli, thank you so much for joining us here today and, and sharing your, your knowledge and passion about EOSAsia and, and just this technology in general. Thank you for the interview. That was Joseph Finelli. He is the co-founder at EOSAsia. I've been Juliette Lamar. Thank you all so much for joining us today on Future Tech Podcast. Bye. You've been listening to Almost Here, Around the Corner Future Technology Podcast with Richard Jacobs. Subscribe to this podcast, both to review, to discover more future technologies that are poised to transform our lives for better or worse, such as Bitcoin, artificial intelligence, 3D printing, blockchain, virtual reality, and more.